This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. <laughs> Welcome to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. We're laughing a little bit before we get started. So No reason why. We just we made eye contact. We just and... looked at each other and just started laughing. <laughs> it's like, okay. I'm that ugly. Oh, my. <laughs> well, here's our question for today, Michael. If heaven is perfect, how can one person receive more or better than another? Yeah, so the core of this question comes from a a couple sermons that um, I gave on the Sermon on the Mount. And Jesus um, regularly talks about this issue of uh, when you're giving alms or you're giving money to the poor or you're praying, the big word is practicing your righteousness Mm -hmm. or fasting, that uh, you have to do it in secret. Uh, if you're praying, you shut the door and you go to a private place. And this is really to counteract the human tendency or impulse to show forth our righteousness, to do things like giving to pray and to fast so that other people look at us and think, wow, he's, man, he's really, really godly. And uh, so what Jesus says is, look, you don't tell people about this. And if you want to be rewarded by me, then don't tell people. So like there's an equation here, if you will, if you want to get rewarded, then keep your mouth shut. Like right. that's kind of the connection mm-hmm. point. And really, again, he's counteracting the motive to be seen by other people. And and uh, again, throughout this week, um, we're going to be dealing with actually a bunch of questions that came in on this on the sermon. I find it fascinating how many times Jesus talks about a reward or rewards in that Sermon on the Mount. Oh and my goodness! Often people in the world think, "Well, heaven in itself is a reward enough." Yep. And then Christians, as you talk to them. They've heard enough messages, they've read enough scripture to hear, hey, no, heaven is a reward, but heaven is a gift. It Mm. it, it is both a gift and a reward, but there are awards or rewards that are given for certain things. And I love the passage, Matthew 5, 12, where it says, rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven. So Jesus is promising reward. Absolutely. 2 Corinthians 5, 10, Paul really picks up Jesus's language and says, we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. So that, this is this is great, so that each one, specifically talking about Christians, may receive what is due for what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. And the implication is that there's going to be a benefit to you for the good things that you, you've done. And right. I totally understand this question because the, the question, if I could just be so like blunt, um, does reveal a misconception, a common misconception, a normal misconception about heaven, that heaven is some socialist dream come true, communist, like wonderful, everybody's equal, Everyone's equal yeah. everybody gets the same. And the hard reality of the kingdom is that everyone is not the same. Uh, first of all, Correct. Jesus is preeminent. He is first. Um, even in Revelation, you have this issue of the 12 elders. You know, you have this sense of prominence that there are historical Christian figures who do have a seat of prominence in heaven, if you will. Um, and that's okay. That's not a threat to mm-hmm. me because um, ego isn't driving me. The will of God is driving me in heaven. I have no sin, you know, right. just yeah. uh, making me jealous of someone else. And here's kind of a, a reality is, you know, salvation is always by grace through faith, through faith not yes. by works, period. But the next part of that verse in Ephesians says, mm-hmm. but we are created to be workmen for him. We Absolutely. Are, we are to work out what we have been given yep. in the flesh. Yep. So if salvation is by faith, 
judgment is by works. Yes. And so here, here's one of the deals, right? Um, when I when I get to heaven, I'll be judged uh, in terms of whether or not I, I am a Christian. Am I going to be separated as sheep or goats, right? Mm-hmm. So fine. Yep. And that will be whether or not um, Christ is my advocate, whether I've trusted in him on earth and therefore he will advocate for me at the, at the judgment scene of Christ. But there's another aspect of the judgment, which is everything that I do now will be judged. Um, everything from what I did, the quality of my work, the motivation of my work, the method by which I did the good or bad things that I did, everything will be judged. And the the great benefit is that if you were faithful on earth, there seems to be rewards. Now, here's the million dollar question. Like, what are the rewards? Yeah. I mean, do you have what, any what idea? I don't have a clue. Well, we're told <laughs> we're told by Paul that there are crowns, but not golden crowns like we think of kings and queens. The word there in the original is a diadem. It is the it is the olive branches that mm-hmm. are that have been woven together that are the sign of an Olympic champion. Right. Which obviously like God's not taking the Roman Olympics and saying, no. I'm gonna model the rewards. No. That is the metaphor, but it still begs the question tangibly, what are you going to give me? Yeah, tangibly, what are we going to do? It's it's funny because, can I make a parallel? Sure. It's a really cheesy parallel. But like, (laughs) so every Sunday, uh, whoever does announcements gets up and says, hey, if you're new with us, we'd love to meet you. Fill out all your connect slip and turn it in at our connect desk. And if you go there, we'll give you a gift, right? Well, half the people want to know what the gift is. Well, compel me. Yeah, yeah. Tell me if I really should go get it. Is it worth my time? Totally. So I joke every once in a while and say, it's a gold brick, you know? (laughs) And uh, and if it really was a solid gold brick, everybody Everybody would be turning their connect slip, you know? And and, uh, the whole point of that is the quality of the reward of the gift is is corresponds to the level of motivation that I have for it. (laughs) And I think God's really funny because he's like, yeah, I'm not going to tell you. Just trust me. Mm -hmm. It's going to be worth it. Like when you get to heaven, you'll look back and every reward, quote unquote, that you forfeited because of selfish, uh, not playing the long game decisions, uh, you're going to kick yourself. And when you see like that quiet, faithful person who maybe they weren't on the radio, maybe they weren't on TV, maybe they didn't do enormous things and they've got more rewards than the preacher man on TV. Like you're going to be like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And uh, I I do think it's going to be really interesting. But when we get there, uh, there does seem to be a quality to our experience in heaven that is different one to another, but there is never a letdown. And I think that that is going to be just a really important like key. So like if I'm a kid and I'm listening to this, um, there are rewards for your faithfulness. There are rewards for honoring your mother and father. And even when you die at the age of 97 years old and you go into eternity, God will look back at you at seven years old yeah. and reward you for what you did then. I think we live in like we're so future minded sometimes that we look at the past as if it has no relevance to our future. And the reality is that it actually has a significant relevance for us. Absolutely. And uh, the thief on the cross, uh, he will not complain because the fact that he even got in was a gift, right? Um, But the thief on the cross will not have the same level of reward, whatever that is, as the Apostle Paul. That's right. Or you probably, or me, me, likely, you know, like, I think, well— (laughs) <laughs> we're going to go with, I think, because we've yeah, been Christians we have longer. To. We have, right. we've had exponentially yes. more opportunity to do things that's, that's right. that are good, motivated, goodly motivated, whatever, you know what I'm saying? They're good. It has, the motivation has to align with the action. Absolutely. You yep. can have the right action with the wrong motivation and receive nothing. Yep. But the point is, I mean, let's go back to the question. If heaven is perfect, how can one person receive more or better than another? I, I, I do want to just say this, right? So uh, on the podcast, as of late, and in my personal life and in my preaching, this has been coming out a lot, but I've been talking about how culture 
predetermines our thoughts for us. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because as American culture evolves and a just say a pre-socialism uh, in terms of how we view equality and different groups of people coming together, like there is a pre-socialist uh, uh, culture developing in us, in our cultural heart language. It doesn't mean we have to obey it or like succumb to it, but it's there. And it's interesting because this question is... I, I really it's it's revealing one of two things or both. It's revealing number one, a subtle misunderstanding about heaven, but number two, it's actually revealing that utopia for this person is equality. Yes. And that is not mm-hmm. utopia by God's standards. The question I think is great because it reveals not just what's maybe happening in this person, but it's revealing, I think, a sentiment that a lot of Christians are unknowingly believing because it's cultural baggage. And so the Word of God speaks into our cultural baggage, reforms it, and shapes it a little bit more accurately. Heaven will not be a place of equal status, but it will be a place of ultimate joy. Absolutely. Well said. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Okay. Well, listeners, please come back next time when we answer another question about rewards. And the question will be, is it a sin to desire rewards in heaven? Mm